Welcome to Belmont Banter, the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC. Every week we chat to ex-players, supporters and invited guests here on Belmont Banter. Hello again. Uh, This evening we're joined by Ian Pullman. Now Ian Pullman will be a name that you're very familiar with because uh, it so happens that his career best whilst he was playing football is 28 goals in a season for Whitstable Town. But his pet love, and you won't be surprised to hear this, is actually Ramsgate. And you can't blame him. He's a local boy and his dad played for Ramsgate. So good evening, Ian. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Dad's name is John. Is that right? It is. Yeah, it's John. Yeah. How long did he play for them for? Well, um, actually, I think he played for Margate. He played for Margate. I beg your pardon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So he played for Margate. He was there for good few years, um, I think, and then he, when he got a bit older, he turned, he he went and played for Margate A, which was kind of the sort of senior team. Yeah, sure, sure. So he, he, I mean, he played till he was about forty six, something like that. So I definitely have stopped before my time, if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice one! But you were telling me the last time we chatted, which was a couple of weeks back. That um, you've not been involved in football at all for not at all no no I've been just too busy doing stuff outside of football like my family and um, been studying for a degree uh, so I just really haven't had the time to do it at all. Oh, what's so the degree? Just, what's the degree? Uh, building surveying. Um, oh, well yeah, so it's still in... working with your dad. Uh, it's something separate, something completely separate. Yeah, so for when it's for when uh, my knees get as bad as is and I don't really want to be on the tools anymore. So I can walk around with a clipboard looking a bit more professional. <laughs> a, client, a client of mine actually uh, went down the same route and he's moved down to Devon with his family. And, uh, he's oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think actually my dad wants to move down that way, Devon or Cornwall. He loves it down there. It is nice down there. Honestly. I think he wants to get a, get a fishing boat and retire down there. Don't blame him. Very nice. Okay, let's uh, let's concentrate on your football career now. Yours, not Dad's. Go. Although he yeah, did have a decent, he did have a decent career, didn't he? Yeah, not as good as mine, Tony. Not as good as mine. <laughs> <laughs> what position did he play in? Uh, he was a striker and a centre half, so he, he could do. A bit. He could actually head the ball, whereas I couldn't. So he could uh, he could play defence. I could I could it's, never head it. Have you never scored a goal with your head? I've scored a couple, but you know, I think they were probably just the ball hitting my head rather than me heading it. <laughs> oh, I've seen it's called, a few it's called, good goals though. It's called football, you know? For it's a reason. Headball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Now, you've, um, this does, if I just say this off the cuff, it sounds not very good. You've had a few clubs over the years. Often, you've stayed at a club for quite a number of years, like you've had a yeah. like you have at Whitstable. And you've had a couple of spells at each club as well. Um, yeah, so I've had a few spells at Whitsport, a few spells at Ramsgate, I had a couple of spells at Eastbourne Borough. Um, sort of the clubs I enjoyed, I stuck, I stuck around. Yeah. Um, I've had so many clubs because when I was at Margate, I had a lot of loans when I was younger. I had a lot of, I had about four or five loans to Kent clubs. So it, it chucks the chucks the number of clubs up quite a lot. But yeah, yeah I've I've, st- I've travelled around a bit, you know. And well, rightly so. I mean, you're in demand. I mean, anybody who can score 28 goals in the season, at the, at the beginning of the season, you get the pre-season and then the press get involved and they say, how many goals are you going to score? And well, 20, maybe 25. And at come the end of the season, if they've got 18, they're thrilled to bits. But 28 in a season, you must have been delighted. 
Yeah, uh, do you know what? I remember that season. I was a bit disappointed I didn't get more, to be honest. Um, but it, it was always, it always felt quite good scoring that amount of goals because generally speaking, Whitsable, we was a struggling side. We were. Um, we had, I mean, we had a couple of, uh, like the season with the wards, we were just missed out in the playoffs. And, but, you know, generally speaking, we was lower end of the table, um, which was sad because it was such a, we had a good side. Like I some, know. We, had some, and we played some decent football, but for whatever reason, we could never put a prolonged run of wins together. Yeah. But we always seemed to have good sides that played decent football. And you had some good uh, guys alongside you. Dave Corey was probably one of your uh, your favourite yeah. guys to suggest. Yeah. yeah, I love playing with Dave. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good mates. I mean, I haven't seen him for a while, actually. But yeah, we're good. We're good mates. So, I mean, we had a cracking, a cracking changing room. Um, that sort of era, you know, like uh, Danny Whisker, Corey. Like we're we're really good friends even now. Like Danny's going to be best man at my wedding, which was meant to be two weeks ago, but it's been postponed till next year now. But um, yeah, well, well, congratulations on not getting married. No, no one getting married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rush you to turn it around. Man. No, congratulations on getting married. <laughs> that doesn't oh. count until we're until we're married, does it? No, it, doesn't, anyway. it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. And you're a dad, though. Yeah, my dad. Yeah, got two two babies. Uh, one, well, I say babies. One's seven and one's three now. So yeah, it's flown by. Seven-year-old boy. Yeah, seven-year-old Alfie. Um, trying to get him into football. Can't quite get there yet. Um, and my little girl's three. It's quite yeah. surprising how many um, dads we get down the ground now of your sort of age. And I find out in chatting to them that they, they're youngsters in Whitstable Town's seven-year-old or eight-year-old. I mean, we've now progressed to the stage now. We've got 21 teams in the cl- in the uh, at the club. Uh, yeah. Because the junior club amalgamated with the senior club. Now, I remember back in your day, uh, especially when Richard Lawson was there, Richard was keen to get um, all of the youth involved, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, Ramsgate always tend to have quite um, quite a good sort of youth setup. When we was at Whitsport, we never really had that. So mm-hmm. you never really got that sort of, you know, pushing younger players into the first team. Oh, that's right. Which tends to always help, you know, if, you're, if you've got a smaller budget and you're bringing through some decent youth players. I mean, Whitsport did have a few, you know, had like Scott Hicks, Scotty Hurd, who yep. was, turned out to be a cracking little player. Um, Gareth Cornhill, when he first burst onto the scene. Yeah. He never... Never quite fulfilled his potential, I don't think. But you know, there's a couple of decent youngsters I can remember coming through from Whitstable. We certainly did. Um, Jake McKenzie, who had a spell at yes, the yeah. Jake's back with us now. Um, yeah, he's a good player, Jake. He's a good player. He's a really good player. Interestingly, you you mentioned um, your relationship with Dave Corey. Towards the tail end of the season, Jake was playing with a, a guy up front called John Ufer. He played um, on the wing, and the two of them had such a good relationship. When one stopped the other one went on and vice versa so we were never without a defender and we always had someone in attack they never got in the situation where they were both together now you and dave you seem to have some sort of telepathy as well yeah yeah uh, i used to like playing with dave because he would do all my running i was you know i was quite lazy but he was the complete opposite he'd do all the sort of work rate and then when it just required a little bit of quality you know there's someone else there to finish it off time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Just put it in the back of the net. Do you yeah, know the nice it. thing? The nice thing about watching you play 
was that you know where the goal is and you don't have to be over fancy. Just put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, there was. I mean, sometimes I'm probably a little bit sort of over selfish with trying to score goals, but you know that's that's what you want to do as a striker. You want to yeah. score, just score the goals. Yeah, definitely. Probably got a bit bit of stick from uh, my teammates over the years, but you know it is what it is. I'm only trying to score. <laughs> <laughs> now, looking at your sort of um, biography, if you were, a few things stand out. Obviously, first of all, yeah. your involvement when you were youth at Chelsea. We'll touch on that in a minute. Then Melbourne Knights, and I do mean the ones in Australia. Yeah. And then getting sent off for fighting. So how do the three yeah. correlate? I don't get the fighting <laughs> one. No, uh, that was actually it was one of those loans I was talking about. So I was on loan from Margate to Folkestone. And um, it was my first game. I was a little bit frustrated. I was on the bench. I come on with about 10 minutes to go. Centre half kind of punched me in the back of the head. Um and I don't know, a bit of a reaction. I just threw an elbow out and we ended up having a little wrestle on the ground and we both got sent off. It wasn't really fighting per se, but it, it was like a little wrestle. Uh, I, that was a classic little loan move down there because that was my first game. Um, then I had, the next week was FA Cup, so I couldn't play. The week after that, I was my suspension kicked in for three for free games, which took me to the end of my loan. So I actually only played 10 minutes. <laughs> It was Neil, manager's Neil Cugley, who was fuming. But, oh, I can know. imagine. Neil's, yeah. Neil's a very calm-looking guy on the side until something gets him going. And yeah, that got him going. Because <laughs> he was straight away, he'd have done the mental arithmetic, straight away, he'd have known yeah. what that cost you. So that loan was uh, all of 10 minutes long, <laughs> which was quite funny. Yeah. Right, and then, uh, then the move to Australia, but we'll touch on that in a minute. Um, now then, your career started when you were what like nine or uh, I think I started playing about nine yeah um, that's why I'm not trying to sort of force Alfie too much into it because you know I was, he was he's seven so I'm going to give him a couple of years and then I'll start forcing him into it you know yeah. forceful dad get him into football um, but yeah I started about nine and then um, I think I was playing for the county uh, against Chelsea and then uh, played a really good game and then got a sort of trial with them Signed for them from twelve, and I was there till I was twenty. So, you know, I was there for a, for a long, you know, good eight years. Wow! Wow! Um, give us an idea of some of the players you played alongside. Uh, so, when I was lucky enough to play in the reserves, so um, John Terry was first sort of starting to get into the first team. He played a few games in the reserves. Um, so, uh, Colton Cole, Robert Hoof, um, uh, Gianfranco Zola was all you know always around the. Oh, reserves because he was coming towards the end of his career. Um, Winston Bogard was in the reserves every single week because uh, he never really got into the first team. Yeah, so it's some cracking players. That like, was it was a great experience playing with you know that sort of players. It was it was great. Did you score for the reserves? Um, I can't. Do you know what? I can't actually remember if I did. I don't think I did. I scored. I scored quite a few for the sort of youth youth side. Yeah. The, you know, the under-19s as it was then. Yeah. Um, but I can't actually remember scoring for the reserves. I mean, I may have, but it just doesn't really stick in my mind. And who was the manager at the time that you were there? Uh, the, well, the first team manager. Yeah. Uh, Claudio Ranieri was the first team manager. Uh, and then right my last year was when Abramovich took over. And uh, Claudio Ranieri got the boot. And yeah. I don't know who it was coming after that. That Claudio Ranieri looks a right gent. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know the guy, but he comes across as very 
calm and cool. And yeah, he was a nice guy. He didn't really speak much English, so he never really chatted to him that much. He had an interpreter with him all the time. Yeah. Um, but he was always friendly. Um, yeah, didn't really involve the sort of youth side too much in, in what he was doing. But we was always, you know, we was always around the first team. Like, you know, on Fridays we'd have to set up against them for pattern of play and stuff like that. So we always got to train with them, and yeah, some, some great experiences there. It was a great, a cracking, cracking few years I had up there. I lived up there for two for two of the years. So, who did you room with? Uh, so I stayed a lot of the time with Steve Watt. I don't know if you know. Yeah, I've heard he's, of him. He's, yeah, so he's now Hive manager. Um, but yeah, we go back. Way, we go way back. Me and Steve. We was at Chelsea from the very start together, from about twelve, thirteen years old. Um, yeah, right, right up to. I mean, he actually played for the first team as well. Well, again, another thing that sort of comes out of all this is somehow or other, and you can tell me how it happened. You end up going to Australia. Yeah. So. I always wanted to go travelling, um, always wanted to go travelling and uh, the opportunity came up to go travelling to Australia um, and it, it just happened that I, I wrote something, I think it was on my Facebook about I'm going to Australia and then my old football agent at the time messaged me saying, oh, I can get you um, some trials and whatnot over there, I've got another few contacts over there. So I said, yeah, great, put my name out there and then um, two weeks before I was due to fly out, I got a phone call from a couple of the clubs both really keen to sign me without even seeing me play, just based on my sort of CV. So I said, oh, well, I'll come out there and have a chat with you. Um, and they said, yeah, come come out there. Um, I've done one training session with them and signed straight away um, that evening. Professional forms? Um, professional forms, yeah. Wow. After, after one training session. Um, and then I had a, a good season out there, to be fair. I think I scored about sort of 15 goals. But I had a really, really good time out there. Um, met some great friends out there. Um, James Sherman, who who played for Whitstable as well, yeah. come back with me and we lived together for a couple of years. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was cracking. I had a great, great sort of year out there. Wonderful. You know, yeah, really enjoyed you only, myself. You only went out of the really just to do a bit of travelling? Yeah, done a, I still managed to still squeeze in the travelling after the season finished. I went up all the, uh, up the east coast of Australia and sort of done. So it was great. I got to do best of both worlds. I travelled and got to play pro football out there, which was, yeah, amazing. What sort of crowds did they get? So big games, I think when we played, we, we played like South Melbourne, um, who uh, I don't know if you remember them, but they played against Manchester United in the yep. uh, in the Super Cup or whatever it was called. Um, but we used to, you know, that was so that was a Melbourne derby. That was sort of ten thousand man. Wow. Yeah. So it was. Yeah, it was brilliant. That really, must, really good. That must have been a real buzz. Yeah, it was. It was honestly, it was really, really good. I loved, I loved it out there. I, I probably would have gone back out there, but when I come home, I met my soon-to-be wife, and we had a baby together, and uh, never went back. The rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah, yeah the rest yeah. is history, as they say. Now, you were talking about Archie earlier on. Alfie. So, I'd like to, if once we get back to say again. Alfie. Alfie, beg your pardon. <laughs> one, of, one of my mate's sons is called Archie. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. They're, they're close. It, it, they're sticks, close. it sticks, it sticks. So once we get rid of this lockdown and we get, because we've just had a game on Tuesday night, pre-season friendly, behind closed doors. Yeah. So once we get rid of it, I'd like you to come as my guest, bring your boy with you uh, to one of our games. Yeah, I'd love to, Tony. Yeah, that'd be great, mate. I'd love to come, come up there, definitely. Because what I think would happen, and this is a little bit to catch a sprat to catch a mackerel, is 
and you know you're too far away from Whitstall for him to come to play for our young youth sides. But you'll probably end up with him playing either Margate Juniors or Ramsgate Runners once he gets down there and sees the game live. Yeah, that will yeah. be the bug. Yeah, and no, yeah, I was I was probably thinking of um, this year maybe taking him up to a couple of sort of Premier League games as well, try and get him the bug. Yeah, and sort of he he doesn't get to see much football really um, because I've sort of moved away from it. Yes. He's kind of missed out on that. Yeah. So, it's, you know, it's, it's not part of your, I was going to use the word culture, but it's not part of your lifestyle now, is it? Not at the moment, no. But like I say, I've finished my degree now. I've been putting so much work into that. Uh, funny enough, now I've started an extension on my house. So all my extra time has been spent on that. But I do, you know, I really do want to sort of, in some capacity, whether it be watching more or, or, or playing or, you what know, about, something. What about vets for football? Yeah, I have thought about some. I've signed for a vet side um, this year. Whether I do play or not, I don't know. But the worrying thing is, I think if I play one game, I get the bug and I want to play every week. But we'll, yeah. we'll see. We'll That's see. actually happened to Marcus Proner because Marcus has hung his boots up, but he's playing uh, vets football. He's playing up in, in the Medway somewhere. And yeah. he plays with a really good side they've got. Is that, the, is that the Jimmy Bullard side? That is. is playing the, that team? How did you know yeah. that? Yeah, because... That's what. So this Vets team that's been created down here is to compete with them. Basically. Oh right. Okay. There's a there's a few sort of done it names that have signed for it that have yeah. been sort of been around the block a bit. Because so, when uh, Marcus was playing for us and a few of the other boys as well, uh, Jimmy Bullard was, you know, there's about three or four of them that he was mates with, and he came to a couple yeah. of our games. Jimmy, he's a right yeah. character, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, so do you remember Tommy? Do you remember Tommy Martin? Well, Tommy Martin was his best mate. They yeah, used to yeah. Go fishing together, him and Jimmy. To, he was a funny lad, Tommy Martin. Hey, he's he crazy. A big, big character in the changing room, that boy. Oh, absolutely. But that's what you've got to have, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my football career stopped when I was 18, but and it was only like um, Whitstable Old Boys, which was what you were saying earlier on. It was a bit like Margate, whatever you call them now. Yeah. Um, and I, I started joining uh, playing with them. And there was a left back who was an absolute animal. He really was. I get on well with him, actually. Yeah, those yeah. Things, isn't it? But, That's because you're an animal as well. <laughs> oh, he took me out. He really took me out. And my knee was never the same, honestly. It used to just swell up like a football. Yeah. These days, you'd probably have a cortisone injection. And it would you'd sort be of, all right. Yeah, yeah. Then you couldn't do anything about it. So, 18, I stopped playing. No problem. Oh, shame. Yeah. Shame. Mind you, I wouldn't tell in your league. Well, you never know, mate. You could get better know. as you get older, couldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At 73, I don't think I'm going to get any better. <laughs> you never hey, know, mate. You never know. I'll tell you what. I do love a couple of your little signature moves because I love the one, and I've seen it happen a couple of times, where you do a turn in the box and you've actually ended up putting a defender on his bum by literally doing that little... I don't know how you do it. You do that sort of turn and turn right. back in. You know the that's one I mean, don't It's you? just because I've got a low centre of gravity. That helps being little sometimes. <laughs> and then they have a job to push off the ball, don't they? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the big bum. They can't get past <laughs> the big bum. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh. So your time playing for Margate, was it a good period for you there? Yeah, I enjoyed my time. I was, um, so I would have been 20, I think. But, you know, I was kind of in and out the side. Um, it was conference football, so, it was you know, that was quite good. good. I was, was in and out, in and out. Um, then I had a few loan moves, and then I went to Eastbourne Borough. 
which I had a really good year at Eastbourne Borough. Really enjoyed my time. That was Conference South. Really, that was probably one of my favourite years playing, actually. I really enjoyed my uh, spell there. And then, did I go back to... I think I went back to Margate after that because it was a loan. Yeah. And then, uh, it never really got on. Um, Chris Kinnear wasn't really a massive fan of me. Um, yeah, and then uh, kind of, you know, moved around a bit until I got settled. And then, yeah. Did you... you know, did you play for one of the Tunbridge sides? Never played for Tunbridge, no. No, never. No. No. Dartford. Dart- played for Dartford up that way. Yeah. Um, who else up that way? Chatham. Um, I think that was alone as well. Yeah, a couple of clubs yeah, up I that mean, way. When you, when you, as you say, when you're alone, you just want to play football. You're not really worried yeah. about where you go, are you? Yeah, yeah. And it was only for, ever for a month at a time. I was always recalled after a month because you never know whether you're going to be needed in the squad, no. which was painful, really, because you could never get settled. No. So you, you're always going in as a new boy, trying, yeah. to, trying to impress, but by the same time, you don't want to get injured. Because that's yeah, the last and then, thing. And then, you, obviously, you have to... You don't just go straight in. You don't just walk into a, to a side. You have to try and impress to get into the team. You get into the team, and then your loan's over, and you go back. Yeah. yeah you know, fun. it's... Sort of learning curve. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's a funny old life. But then, you know, you were, I suppose, in a way, you were toughened up by playing, uh, you know, your time at Chelsea. Uh, probably the opposite. You get you get really looked after up there, didn't you? But sort of when you move into non-league football and you're getting battered and bruised every week, then you've got to get up and go work the next day. <laughs> that's tough. That is Trust tough. Me, I, mu- really I, tough, I yeah. must admit, I do admire you. I mean, I've seen the boys... Well, you've, you've probably done it yourself. You've hobbled out the ground. You've got a nice pack on your leg. You've got to drive home. Then you've got yeah. to try and get to sleep. You you've got to get up of, at six o'clock in the morning. Shove a load of painkillers down your throat. Yeah, and that's just crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's what I think that's what, when I started to sort of come towards the end of... I knew I was ready to sort of slow right down was when I had Alfie. I was sort of leaving, you know, like Tuesday nights. I was going to work all day going straight to football, getting in at stupid o'clock and then getting up and leaving for work before he's even awake. I wouldn't see him for almost two days. It's hard, isn't it? And it was like, you know, I've got to choose one or the other. And there was never going to be a com- competition between the two, really. As soon as you have a family, it changes. I had a period like that when I worked in London and I was leaving at stupid time in the morning and getting home at ridiculous time at night. And you just yeah. that period with the kids as well. You do, yeah, yeah. And then obviously, you know, you chuck training on a Thursday into the mix and then, you know, you get your weekends with your kids when you're not at work, but then you're out all day playing football on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, it would almost be easier if you had your kids a bit earlier because then, you know, like Alfie now could come to football with yeah, me. come to the games, yeah. Yeah, So, but, you know, it didn't, didn't work out like that for me. No, just one of those things. So uh, that's it. I might have to come out of retirement now just so Alfie can come, come and watch me play. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, Stuart King lives only just down the road from me and I, I quite often bump into Stuart. He's, he walks his dog and he said to me the other week, I'm, uh, I'm going to get going playing again. I said, what are you going to do then? I said, he said, I'm fit and he still looks fit. Um, yeah. So you might end up seeing him playing against him. He, he, I think he plays for the Rising Sun or one of the... Oh, OK, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, um, that's it. Uh, actually, I think um, Danny Whiskers signing for them. He's he's going to play on a Sunday. Oh yeah, for the Riser. Yeah, trying oh. to win the Kent Cup. Don't they? They've done that a few times, haven't they? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's always good. That was always Denley, wasn't it? And all that yeah. parkour. And... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. actually, talking to Denley, Sam's uh, 
hung up his football boots for the season. He's going to captain the cricket club. Yeah, he's having a. He was always he was always a cracky cricketer, wasn't he, Sam? Do you know what? And I, I, honestly, at the same age the two of them were playing, he was better than his brother, and his brother's yeah. ended up going on to play for England. I know, yeah, yeah crazy. It's funny sport, the way sport works is a funny thing. Is if Sam probably concentrated on his cricket, he could have, you know, done more with it. But he loved his football, didn't he? So he did. You know, do you, do you do you do you play what you're best at, or do you play what you love? So play what you love. Well, anyway, now then, talking of football again, which is what we're chatting about now. What about you getting into management? Uh, do you know what? I do fancy it. I do fancy it. Um, it takes a lot of time and commitment. So now, now my kids are a little bit older. It's something I definitely like to do. Well, the reason, really would. the reason I asked that was maybe three or four years ago, there was a rumour going around Whitstable that you were going to come as someone's number two. Was that yeah. the rumour? Uh, it nearly happened. It did nearly happen, but I just wouldn't have been able to commit the time to it. Wow. Yeah, I just wouldn't. I, and I, I think if I'm going to go into it, I want to go into it 100%, yeah. not sort of 50, 50%. So I just didn't think the time was right to do it. But now if it happened then it would be a completely different story you've got to finish your extension first finish the extension and then i'm in <laughs> <laughs> you've got to tick all the boxes and get in with a message you know that's it i know i know i know that i'll get her some flowers she'll be all right <laughs> you cheapskate <laughs> <laughs> all right and some chocolate and some chocolate oh now you're pushing the boat out <laughs> stick just stick with the flowers <laughs> yeah yeah so if it. you if that was that wasn't a rumor if there was some truth in that do you mind telling me who you're going to pair up with? It yeah, it's with Will, Gra- with Will Graham. Oh, right. Oh, Will. Yeah. I love Will. Yeah. When he took over. Yeah. yeah. It was, it nearly happened. But I, like I said, I just didn't, I couldn't have, didn't have the time to do it. No, it's it so, such a commitment, isn't it? It is, it is. Especially when you're sort of, you know, it's big enough commitment playing, let alone to then sort of try and manage as well. And then yeah. you add training and coaching into the mix. It would have just been too much. It was definitely too, too much. Too much. You know? Well, I, I had a chat with Lloyd about this, and he's he's got something like twenty five players' phone numbers on the go all the time, yeah. and he's got all the managers that he chats to, people yeah. around the club. He he said my phone gets red hot. He's, yeah. Apart from finding out who's available for Saturday, who's fit, who's not, what sort of formation he wants to play. You exactly. Sure? You sure you want to do this? Yeah, then scouting all the teams that you play in and yeah. sorting out transport to games. Oh, it's just, it, it's, I would imagine it's a never-ending story, but... It just goes on and on, doesn't it? It's when you when you love football, that's what you want to be, you want to be around that, don't you? Yeah, it's, it's really strange how it gets you. That, it really hooks you in, doesn't it? It does, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, coming away from it is... Um, you know, you you don't you actually miss it less and less and less each year that goes course, by. You miss yeah, it less yeah. and less and less. Of course. And then, like like I said to you before, I've got a moth around me. Hang on. When you um, talk about football, it um, it makes you miss it. Then you know, it makes you yeah, makes you want to get back into it. Like talking to you now, I'm like thinking, right, that's it. I'm getting the boots back out, and I'm I'll be playing for Whitsball next week. <laughs> I'll tell Blackie. Oh, yeah, Lord, tell him. I'll say to him, Lloydy, Lloydy, twenty-eight goals a season, mate. Don't worry, put him up front. Uh, I'm only 35, Tony. I reckon I've got a couple of years left in me yet, mate. <laughs> just, I just, I think I just need a 52-week preseason, and <laughs> yeah. then I'll be, 
I don't know if Oh, cracking. Well, I'll tell you what, Ian, I've really enjoyed this evening. It's been good. Um, not least of all, that you've put so many names in the hat that, you know, when you start, when you start chatting like this, you know, the Jimmy Bullard's come out and all, yeah. you know, all the rest. It just is just a, a super time. No, it's a football community, isn't it? Football it community. is, it is. Well, especially once you, you particularly, because once you've been in a changing room and you've got 15, 16 guys in there, um, once you start sort of like having some sort of relationship with them, getting on well, going out for a drink. And yeah. out of the 16, there's bound to be two or three that you'll get chatting with, get pals with. Yeah. And well, I mean, we, at Wisdom in particular, we had a cracking changing room, always, the, the lads. Like, I'm still friends with, you know, like, like GS. I was always a massive mate with GS. Yeah. Don't see him as much as I'd like to, actually. But, you know, like, um, and then your Tom Parkers, which I don't, again, don't see. But if I saw him down the, walking down the street, we'd have a cracking conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, it is like a little football community that you, you know, although you might drift apart, you'd still be friends and it'd be great to catch up and have a beer with everyone. I reckon Whitstable should put on a little, like, a reunion. Well, That'd be cracking. No, I'm glad you said that and not me, because it would sound a bit crass coming from me, but you saying it. All right, let me throw it back at you. Why don't um, you, because you've got all the contacts, I haven't, why don't, I mean, we're putting it out there now, we're talking about it. Why yeah. don't you make an arrangement with the boys, say... If they want to come through me to get in touch with you, most of them have probably got your number anyway. But yeah. um, that would be good. Once the, once the season gets underway, yeah, that'd be cracking. We'll come down for the day, have a have yeah. a few beers and, and watch game, and yeah, yeah, we'll catch up. That'd be really good. Yeah, I'd enjoy that because there'd be quite a few people down there that have heard the names but don't know the faces. So that'll be fun. Yeah, and we've yeah. got a much younger crowd down there now. You know? Oh, really? Really have? Yeah. Whereas before. Uh, no disrespect to Joe and, and um, Bruce. Bruce is obviously, you know, Bruce passed away. Yeah, I do, yeah, because obviously I'm friends with um, Lewis, who's Lewis, his yeah. grandson. Yeah, a good we're, we're good pals. And, and Margate. Yeah, he was great. If he wasn't injured, he could have been, he was oh. always injured. We we call him Mr. Glass because he was always injured. Yeah. But um, cracking lad. I'm still, you know, I'm still big mates with Lewis now. We, we see each other a lot. Uh, he's a good lad, good lad. Yeah. Lovely mum and dad. Yeah, yeah cracking. He's good. Um, yeah, so um, your suggestion about having a, a gathering would be really good. See if you can yeah. get together the, like the class of 82. I know it wasn't 82, but you know what? <laughs> yeah, we're not that old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It'd be the, okay. What would it be? It'd be about the class of 2010. 10, 2010, yeah. Actually, yeah, class of 2010. 2010, yeah. Yeah, 2010, yeah. 11, because that was it. Yeah, that's it. Well done. Good lad you got. Yeah, see, yeah. good memory, mate. Nice. See, I'm not that old. I've yeah. not got Alzheimer's yet. <laughs> well, we better wrap it up there because, do you know what? I've got to tell you one last thing. I was at the game on Tuesday night. And one or two people came up to me and a lot of them called me Rousey, you know, or, or Tyler. Yeah. Guy came up to me and, and he said, uh, his name's Barry. And I, and I said, he said, Sean, I'm enjoying your, uh, your little chat. I said, oh, that's really nice. Thanks for the compliment. I said, I'm, I'm really enjoying doing them. It started off out of lockdown and then somebody suggested, why not doing a podcast? And it's gone from there. So I said, uh, so you're really enjoying them? He said, yeah, I listen to them in bed, he said. He said, I put I put the earbuds in. He said, the next thing I know, I'm going to sleep. So oh, that's, is that a said, that's a great compliment. Yeah. <laughs> You're sending him to sleep. Before we go, Tone, as well, we've got to give a big shout out to Jeffrey. Oh, yes. Je- so Jeffrey right. and Avril. 
Oh, yeah. without a doubt. Cracking lad. Yeah, oh, cracking, cracking Talking about uh, our lockdown sessions, he used to send me so many emails and messages. But what a yeah. good guy he is, isn't he? Yeah, he's a great. Obviously, I've been doing a bit of work for him. So, um, yeah, he's a he's a top top. Him and his wife, both of them, keep me fed and watered whenever I'm around there. They're, they're cracking now. Both That's of them. Good. Yeah, because doing what you do, you must go to some places and you don't get diddly squat all day long. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they won't even let you use the toilet, and others no. They want to treat you like a son, don't they? They do, and that's what Jeffrey and Avril do. They're lovely now. Yeah. She even gives me these little homemade like flapjack things and coffees. Oh, oh it's great! Yeah, <laughs> trying to get. I'll try and get more work out of them. I think because I like <laughs> cakes. You like going back for the food? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was really nice. A great shout out for Jeffrey because he he was good. You know, I couldn't use all of the stuff he sent in because he sent me so much stuff in, and it was always yeah. about formations and his ideas about how football should be played. He really thinks about it, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's a big fan of the f- football, isn't he? and you know, he's a he loves like cricket, and he always wants to have a chat about sport in general. So uh, yeah, I think he's he's Mister Mister Trick. He should have been a bit of a tactician, or Jeffrey. Yeah, I think he should have been. He's certainly come out with some stuff. <laughs> right, okay, and this is it. We got we got to stop there. Right, so, but yeah. Ian, it's been a pleasure, mate. I'm really enjoyed it. It's taken a while to get you on, not through your reluctance, but circumstances, your work, mine, and bits and pieces. Yeah. I got you. At, at yeah, last, but it's, it's been good to chat, mate. It's been good to catch up. And yeah, really I'll try and get we we'll get that reunion happen, Tony. We make that yeah, happen. That done. We'll well, the up. thing is, this is going out. It will be going out, and we're now going on iPlayer. We're on iTunes. We're going on to. Amazon. So when you've got, if you've got an Alexa, it'll be on there soon. So we're going. Oh, wow. We're going out. Big oh, cracking! Time. Yeah, we're going out. Good big stuff. Time. Good well, stuff, mate. From me, everybody, and from Ian Pullman. Ian, it's been a delight having you on, mate. It's been great, Bill. Uh, don't forget to tune in every week to Belmont Banter when you uh, you touch in with the podcast, and I'll be talking to past players, present players, supporters, and anybody involved with, particularly Whitstable Town but football in general. So uh, join us every week. We're normally coming out on either a Sunday night or a Monday morning and uh, join us uh, next week. Thanks very much, everyone. Join your host, Tony Rouse, every week on Belmont Banter for news about local football in Kent and beyond. 